What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another edition of the One Arrowhead Drive podcast. I am Trevor Mayhew. Yes, you heard that right. Mayhew, not Cogdell. Joining me tonight are Dylan and Anthony, not the usual suspects, but boys, how you doing tonight? Missing Trev, but uh, Dylan, how you doing? Doing great. Coming off, well, I shouldn't say doing great. Let's be honest, we're, we had a little rough weekend with the old FFPC team, so went into the weekend with seven out of 11 of my teams in our high stakes fantasy football, came down to a couple games and came out with three that were made it to the playoffs. So rough, rough week for our fantasy takes, but sometimes you'll have that. Florida got their ass kicked. So yeah, I came in here saying it was great, but other than the Chiefs win, this weekend really sucked. Oh, Chiefs win was fantastic. Thanksgiving was awesome. Good food, good leftovers. I've eaten so much turkey and all the fixings. That's it's unreal. I've I've probably gained like a solid eight pounds, and that's not hyperbole. That's real weight. Uh, but no, feeling great. Chiefs played great. Bit of a heart stopper of a game, at least initially, and then kind of picked it up. I think I cashed out at least a quarter bottle of bourbon in that first quarter, thinking it was all over. So, anyways, good to see you all. Yes, good to see you too as well. Thanks for the positivity, Anthony. I thought this show was going to go real sour right off the bat with Dylan <laughs> and all that all that negative energy. I think we might uh, have a little surprise towards the end of the show with some of that Florida stuff. Uh, since Trev that, isn't here, we're going to have to pivot to something else. So uh, stay that, tuned for that. that meme I sent you guys earlier at the D drive and it said going out for a drive to clear my mind. It was an oncoming traffic. That's 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> That was that's what that Florida was, made me feel like. <laughs> nice little midday laugh. That was nice. Oh man. All right. Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, first we'll go around the league. Not much happened, I guess, AFC West wise. Chargers are the Chargers. They're gonna they're gonna do what they do until they get rid of Staley, which unfortunately for us as Chiefs fans, I think is gonna be sooner rather than later. Um he may make it to the end of the season, but I think I think he's going to be canned before we know it. Um, I love him. Guys, I hope he stays. I agree, Anthony. I think I think as Chiefs fans, we all do, uh, especially with the way he guarded Travis Kelsey earlier this season, which was not at all. So stay forever, Brandon. Give him one more year, Spanos. That's all we're asking for. One more year. Um, but the Broncos, boys, the Broncos, probably the second best team in the AFC West at this point. You know, we're one and one against them this year. Am I right? Are they the seventh seed right now? Would they be in the playoffs if they started today? It's it's close, right? They're like in the hunt. They're definitely on the fringe. Yeah, they're, they're right on the fringe. I think they right are the there. seventh seed, but could be wrong. Uh, I know I know they're right there. Seventh seed, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing them in the playoffs. I know they look good. They've kind of turned it around. But honestly, man, if you give up 70 points in a season – Come to Arrowhead, please. Right? I think. That's, I think that's how. We're I think feeling. the Chiefs would love to see them in the playoffs. They would be ready, I agree. just ready to smack the crap out of them. Start a new, start a new win streak on them. Yep, I, I lied. Agree. Currently, they are the nine seed. Nine seed, so me, not but. quite there. Misspoke a little bit, but I think they're right there record wise and could get in. To be honest, uh, especially if they, you know, momentum's key and they keep riding their hot streak and Russ is playing. You know, he's playing Seattle like he did in Seattle. So looks pretty good. Um, other than that, around the league, you know, probably game of the weekend, Bills lost an OT to the Eagles, a team that we just saw the week before on Monday Night Football. 
Eagles just seem to do it. I think my biggest takeaway from that is, you know, we talked about it. The Bills, they're probably not going to make the playoffs at this point. I know they're they're right there as well, but man, their schedule coming down the stretch is really, really tough. I think it's rated number one in the NFL as far as strength of schedule goes. But honestly, another takeaway is, man, the Eagles aren't that good. Like, did you guys take that away too? They're an extremely, extremely, you know, they're running hot right now is, is what I took from it. I think they're pretty resilient that you can definitely see they've had some success and made it to the Super Bowl. They had the, a championship caliber, but they're certainly not as talented as they were last year. And maybe it's because everyone's bringing their A game. All of a sudden, they're the big boys on the block. As Chiefs fans, we see that we've been seeing that for, I don't know, five years now. But they're catching that yeah. that every every Sunday that someone's playing them is that team Super Bowl. So uh, maybe it's that. Um, I wasn't super impressed against uh, when they played the Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs beat themselves. I honestly thought they Chiefs outplayed the Eagles. It's just um, a self-inflicted wound. So I'm not super concerned. I don't think there's a, a real strong team in the NFL this year. There's no real power, power, powerhouse team. Yeah, I look for a ton of upsets in the playoffs. It's going to get a little crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, anyway, but makes makes for really, really fun January and February. Every year that seems to have the scenario, though, it's the most vanilla years there is. So we'll see. But it uh, definitely looks like it could be a wild one. All right. We'll move on. Um, injuries. We'll move into injuries real quick. Nothing happened from the game. I don't think anybody got hurt in game. But before the game, McCole to IR. And then uh, Darius Tony also missed a game with some small injuries. And then also Jet McKinnon, which is kind of we'll get into it. But kind of what we saw in the game. Um, allowed us to go more condensed, not get so spread out. Those three guys missing, you know, really that target, that target pool and those that touch pool really condensed onto a couple guys, and it was the best game we played in a while. Um, I know we'll get into it. I guess we'll just go right into it. Um, Chiefs win this weekend in Vegas, thirty-one seventeen over the Raiders. You know, started out rough, but really got our stuff together. What y'all guys think overall of the win before we go into offense and defense? I mean, it was a beautiful performance. It's almost like they listened to our podcast last week. They absolutely hit all the keys we did. Not to pat ourselves on the back or anything, but it was beautiful to see Rasheed Rice get 10 targets. He did have that one drop that kind of cost us on a drive, but he also made up for it on the very next drive with the long touchdown. So you cannot hate and you got to love what you saw out of him this weekend. Trev, you said it best there. We condensed the wide receivers a little bit. Only seven players saw a target, one of those being Pacheco. So whether or not that really truly does make the offense click to be determined when we, when these, we'll get these players back and see that for sure. But, yeah, offense looked great. PK had six for 91. That one pass that Mahomes threw to him was absolutely filthy. And I think Ant said earlier that it was actually a no-look pass if you watch it back. So Mahomes was in his bag for sure. Like Anthony said, it opening up. They kind of, man, they they came out and played with fire a little bit going down 14 nothing. But they really uh, they came back full force and, you know, really can't complain too much. Pacheco got the ball going a little bit. with He had 15 for 55. So nothing... Two outstanding, but he did have a couple nice receptions also to go along with that. So, yeah, it was nice to finally get a good offensive game out of this team. And what do you got? It kind of reminded me of, like, vintage Chiefs. You know, they came out a little slow. It seemed like they were bored almost. 
kind of like last year, they'd come out just real sluggish, let a team get on them, and then they would just turn it on. And we haven't seen that this year. There's been no just, oh, we're gonna we can finally we can step on the gas pedal. We have it whenever we want. It has been a slog to move the ball up and down the field, and that was not the case Sunday. They looked efficient. Granted, it's not kind of it's not the type of offense we're used to seeing from at least from the Chiefs, and particularly a Patrick Mahomes run offense. Not a lot of downfield passes, very little downfield passes, actually. I think there's maybe one, and it was a trick play, like double reverse pitch back to hit, to hit Kelsey down the way, but I kind of liked it. I think, um, and I, and I kind of want to get your guys' opinions. I got a bit of a take on it. Do you think the slimming down of the targets to to kind of just funneling uh, targets to specific wide receivers was intentional, or was it due to the fact that we had so many injuries? Do you think it was just like a like ah, this is what we're going to do and see if it works, or oh my god, this is what we have to do because everyone's hurt? I'd like to hear your opinions on that, and I have a, I have a bit of a take on it. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, you really hope that it was intentional, but with the way that the offense has been run all year, you kind of think that it was because of the injuries. Um, I I do hope we go back as a coaching staff. You know, we've been saying it all year. This Us four in this podcast have been saying, condense it, get the ball to your best players, finally do it. We have our best performance in in a month on offense and – I hope the coaching staff is able to diagnose that like we have. I'm not not to say that we're some, you know, offensive geniuses, but just from watching as a fan, seeing what the offense did and how how simple simple Pat made it look on on Sunday. Granted against a not very good Raiders defense, but still he was taking what the defense was giving him for the first time in in forever, I feel like, and getting the ball to your best players. I really, really hope the coaching staff goes back and looks and, and, and says, hey, we got to get Rashi Rice 10 targets a game. We got to get Travis Kelsey 10 targets a game. And we got to run the ball 20 times with Isaiah Pacheco every single game. And this offense is going to be fine. And how beautiful was that pass to Rice outside the numbers? We haven't seen that in how long? So, man, he went up and got that thing, too. It was it was a thing of beauty. And that's just what Anthony pitched a couple podcasts ago. That's what the dude did in college. Throw the ball up to him. Let him go get it. So, yeah, that was great to see. I do think the game plan was perfect as far as the offense. Yeah, it started out slow, but they got a couple of nice quick passes to Sky Moore. You know, three for 34 there. He had a couple of nice, nice catch and runs. When Tony comes back, do the same thing with him. And then otherwise, keep these targets top heavy. Maybe take a shot here or there to Justin Watson and then call it a day, man, because the offense looked great. I think it was intentional. I believe even if we had all our receivers, maybe maybe Tony gets some targets, but I, I, I kind of think the game plan would have went real similar to how it went. And the reason I think that is, I don't know if you guys seen or, or noticed, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling was not even on the field for the first quarter. Now, granted, that was probably our least effective time on offense was the first quarter, but he wasn't even, I don't even think he was out on the field in, in, um, as a, as a starting wide receiver. And he didn't get a target till what the second half. I, they were extremely deliberate about who was going to get the ball and, uh, just regardless of injuries. And that's, that's really good to see. It's really good to see the chiefs going, you know what? Hey guys, these are our best athletes on the field and we're going to force the ball to them. No matter what, let's kind of, Slim down the offense to do what these guys do best. And you brought it up with with Sky Moore. 
Sky Moore is a catch and run kind of guy, man. And that's exactly the kind of plays they gave to him. They didn't make him go out and go, hey, go diagnose this zone and run this option route. They said, we're going to get the ball out quick to you with some space and make it work. Three targets for their over 30 yards. That's 10 yards a catch, man. That's that's nice. Same with Noah Gray. They did the same thing with Noah Gray. Three catches for over 30 yards. I like to see that. He just, in college, he was the same way, man. He would catch the ball and he was a yak guy. So maybe maybe the coaching staff is finally coming around to being like, hey, we're not going to beat you with our X's and O's. We're going to beat you with our athletes. We're going to design this offense to strip it down to the bare bones and we're going to just make it work for the guys we have. And it, and it was working. Uh, I think, obviously, Rasheed Rice is a budding star. That kid is going to be so good. And he does have some drops. And I think it's just because I think the game's still a little fast for him. He's in his mind, he's going, Oh gosh, I have all this space to run with. And he's running before he catches the ball. And that's when he drops it. That's not going to happen too much once he's start when he's really starting to get the get the offense and get what's going on around him. Because it's going to be clicking. Things are going to be slower for him. He's not going to be rushing. And watch out because that kid's scary. He gets the ball in his hands and he is gone. So I don't know, man. It was it was great to see. Um, I think the style of offense they ran, a lot of underneath stuff, a lot of crossers, is going to open up stuff downfield eventually. At some point, defenses are going to have to sit on the underneath stuff, and it will open up stuff downfield. And you did see Rice a little bit on the edge start to work on the boundary, and it was a be- it was a beautiful double move. Put the back, put the ball high and behind on a little back shoulder fade, and when he went up to get it, he made the cornerback look very small. And that's the kind of player we need out there. And that's the kind of player he is. I look forward to seeing that kind of stuff. Um, Andy Reid talked about it quite a bit, that they're going to open up the playbook for him. He's starting to understand it a little bit. Patrick Mahomes talked about it being a lot of fundamentals after the game, that practice all week was all about hammering the fundamentals. I don't know if that means like, you know, Pop Warner, normal football stuff, or if that means like, hey, we're getting back to the basics of the West Coast offense, because that's kind of what they did. I don't think... Matter of fact, I know there the passing yards per attempt was less than four yards a pass. That is short. But when you got athletes like that, man, get the ball in their hands in space and let them run. So it was good. It was really good. More more rice, less MBS, please. How much more fun is it to talk about the offense when they play like they did on Sunday compared to how they did the last two weeks when we didn't score in the second half? Um I think we've said a lot on the offense. One more thing I want to say on the offense before we transition to the defense and what they did on Sunday is, man, that Justin watching touchdown was awesome. The way he got back up in Spillane's face after he got laid out and just kind of set the tone and said, hey, we ain't doing that shit today. Kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. It was awesome to see. I know I know we give Watson a lot of shit on this podcast, but uh, – he had one catch on the day, and it was a it was an awesome touchdown after he got laid out. All right, on to the defense. Um, I'll start us off here. You know, didn't start off the greatest, right? I, th- I think we came out a little flat. I-, I think naturally with teams, when one side of the ball is you know carrying the other, eventually there's going to be some flattening of the curve, and that one side's going to come back to earth a little bit. And that's the way it felt in the first you know quarter and a half of the game when the Raiders were, you know. Give, o- give O'Connell credit or the game plan or whatever it was. He was getting the ball out quick. He was making some awesome throws. That one, that throw to Jacoby Myers was was really, really good. But at the same time, the defense clamped up, uh, did its thing in the second half. Anthony, why don't you start us off on uh, what you saw from the defense on Sunday? Man, I, I think the boys were tired, man. They were tired of carrying the team for the whole season. 
And, uh, you know, sometimes even Superman gets a little tired and that's what happened. Also, I think when we're talking about about this pre pre pod, the Raiders script was was superb. And uh, O'Connell was just was was firing in there. He was getting the ball out fast. He didn't give a shit if someone was covered. He he just hammered the ball in there and it happened to work. When you have Devontae Adams, he's never actually covered, man. Just throw the ball to him. Well, he was in the second half. Sneak clamped down on that guy. But for the most part, the script was working. Uh, O'Connell was dropping dropping dimes. That that ball you were talking about to Jacoby Meyer, that was a perfectly covered covered pass by Big Duffy. But a perfect pass beats a perfect coverage every time, and that's what happened. I, yeah, I just think I think they were uh, you know a great script. Had the Chiefs off balance for a while, they were a little confused. And um, like great teams do with great coaches, they made some fast adjustments and. I mean, they literally shut. They shut the Raiders down after that. After those that first those first two drives, I mean, thirty one to three run. That's an ass kicking. That's a straight up ass kicking. So I I don't take too much away from them. One of the plays was a was an explosive run that was a barely a missed arm tackle by Tranquil on the side there. And um, I think we said this last pod. We're not the best at defending the run on the edge. So, and that's kind of what that was. And uh, you you subtract that one big play, they score ten points, and we're not even tripping right now. It's you know it would have been another great blowout blowout win by the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs' defense is fourth in total offense allowed and third in points allowed. So we have a certified top five defense. Probably when you bring it all together, it's probably top two. Um, it's really good. I have uh, not much to say other than they're just they're fantastic. They're going to be what probably carries this team to a, a deep playoff run as long as the offense can just be uh, average or maybe above average a little. Yeah, if you take out that Jacob 63-yarder, he averaged 2.4 yards per carry. So really not much to hate there. His numbers make it look like he had a lot better day than he did. He had the one explosive carry, which hopefully getting Nick Bolton back before a playoff run, hopefully he can kind of help set the edge a little bit better, which he did great early on in the year. So not too worried about that. like you said, Jacoby Myers and Devonta Adams, they were tough to cover in those first couple drives. But, man, after the second half, they did absolutely nothing. So hats off to the defense for settling in. Hats off to Spags for adjusting what was not working after halftime. And, you know, other than a few slip plays here and there, I think Mayer got loose on one catch in the second half. But really, other than that, not much going. So we finally saw a couple more blitzes in the second half. McDuffie almost got him a sack again. He had a big hit on on O'Connell there, so continuing to be a great blitzer off the edge. Man, really, not too much to hate on here. Legereus, he got beat a couple times earlier early in the game, but really not much you can really hate on him for. He played a great game last week against A.J. Brown. He He's allowed to give up a few, few passes here and there. So, as always with this podcast, not much to say about the defense. Just keep doing what you're doing. That's right. Great win, guys. Defense played awesome again. Offense is what we want to see. I think just to sum it up for me is we continue to play like that. I think we can um, stop all the skies falling stuff that three of y'all were talking about last week on after the Eagles <laughs> lost. So, Calm dude, after the first qu- after the first quarter, man, I really did. I was like, oh, they're mailing it in, freaking tanking for yeah, for, uh, I, tanking for neighbors. <laughs> I do think you <laughs> you said that ex- those exact words in, in the chat. All right, I'll get us into the over-unders then, and then we'll we'll get out of here, maybe a little special segment. But over-unders for us, 
Last week, Anthony, Dylan, Trev, you guys all went two and one, missing that Pacheco over on the 65 rushing yards. He had 55, so missed that by about 10 yards. And then I was the only one to take the Max Crosby under on sacks. And I will just say, I ran really, really bad. That was a coverage sack. Max Crosby was blocked for about six seconds on that play, and he just happened to run into Pat, and Pat fell down. That's exactly how the play happened in my head. All I could think about when he got that stupid sack was this podcast. So um, (laughs) not bad. Um, Dylan, I think you're still pulling away for the the year totals. Anthony, sorry, you don't count. You came in too late. Yeah, my win percentage, though, is my win percentage is superb. It's it's got elite win percentage right now. All right, boys, since Trev's not here, and I don't think it's fair to drag him while he's not here, we can just get into really, really quickly a little Saturday night fun we had with Dylan after the Florida loss to Florida State. Dylan, are you ready? Are you, do you consent to me reading some of your texts from Saturday night? Oh, yeah, hit me with it. All right. Um, so I just want some unfiltered response. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of laughs, but. Yeah, unmuted, baby. Trev, (laughs) myself, is trying to get some credit for how good KU is this year, right? You know, we're eight and four. I say, I say in the chat, without quarterback injuries, this team is ten and two, eleven and one, ten and two at at worst without quarterback injuries. I believe Dylan doesn't even. I thank you, Anthony. Dylan doesn't even respond. He's still talking about Florida. He said, nah, we lost. Because I was telling him, I hope Florida <laughs> wins, but KU should be this. And Dylan said, nah, we lost. Next, Dylan, like, I'm telling you, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree for Trevor and Dylan. This, <laughs> it just depends which team it is. The Chiefs right. don't give me as mag because I know I got Pat on our side, but, man, that Florida game had me in shambles sometimes. All right, hit it. This this segment is only going to be a five five text rapid fire, and it went like this. Now we lost. Fuck this stupid fucking team. <laughs> hey, this is the best one. Dude. I'd swing on the motherfucker. <laughs> Dylan's ready to fight the coach of Florida. <laughs> Go get me right. a fucking coach that can win. I don't give a fuck about Lagway being a five-star quarterback either. <laughs> I can't wait three more fucking years. All right, Dylan, let's hear it. All right. In my defense here, I was absolutely shit-faced at this point. So, you know, Billy, I would not swing on you. But the motherfucker's got to fix the team. I'll take the L. I'm not as passionate as Trevor on some things. But, man, Florida should have upset Florida State. It's a big rivalry game. Sue me. It is what it is. It well, got You might have swung out. on him at that point. You might have swung on him at that point. You <laughs> were ready to swing are, on him, I can guarantee We you. are... When we were five and five, and it is fourth and one on your own seventeen yard line, and you try to kick a field goal, what what's the point? And with college kickers too, because that's never yeah. a guarantee. And you know what he did? He shanked that motherfucker. So, uh, see, I'm sure he did. <laughs> overall, great weekend. I came in a little rough. Got to spend some time with the family, but man, that Florida game really put a put a cloud on the weekend. That was that was rough <laughs> to go through. I was out having some great drinks, and I just kept looking at that score. I was like, it ain't getting any better. And it just slowly went down. Yeah, great weekend. Um, great Chiefs win. It's always it's always good to beat the Raiders. And, um, you know, we'll get us out of here, unless y'all got anything else. 
You guys good? Any closing thoughts? No, I am going to say one one closing thought here. Any of you guys are draft fans. I think Anthony and I are going to start getting into that draft segment pretty quick coming up. So yeah, buddy. be on the lookout for that. Anthony's a guru when it comes to these drafts. So it's going to be fun to sit down and talk about. I'm sure a lot of you are going to want to hear about the wide receiver position this year. So we're going to start out there. Oh, baby. So, yeah. if, you guys need a, if you guys need a moderator for that, I, I know somebody who might be able to do it. Yeah, I got to say big shout out to you, Trev. You handled it well. Thank yeah, you. you did phenomenal. I was very impressed. Well done. Thank you. I do a lot it of talking. It just takes the first for, name being Trevor to moderate. I guess so. I guess so. That'll do it. Follow us on X. Follow us on Facebook, wherever you get your podcast. Um, other than that, guys, we will see you next time where we preview the game Sunday night in Lambeau against the Packers. See you later. Bye.